Hey, Tom. Oh, hey, big. What's up, man? I didn't see you there. Yeah, yeah. I've been sitting here for about an hour now. Oh, you've been here for... Okay, I've been here for about 45 minutes. Mm. So, almost as long. Yeah. Well, I was wondering why you weren't looking over, but I... You know, I couldn't wait any longer. I had something really important to tell you. You know, you kind of you kind of just blend in with those red jeans. Yeah, yeah, I blend into the blue couch with these red jeans. I can't right. tell the difference between blue couches and red jeans. All right, well, I guess um, that's something you're going to have to see a doctor about. But back to my important thing that I was going to tell you mm-hmm. was that the Fancy Lad podcast is brought to you by Fancy Lad Skateboards. Oh, you know, all these years, I wondered if there was any affiliation between the two, because we never really mentioned no, whether we, or not they're one of the sponsors. We didn't, no. and I would consider them our main sponsor. You know, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, people would probably think our main sponsor is some beer company or a water company. Who knows? But no, it's Fancy Lad Skateboards. Mm-mm-mm. And, you know, the nice people at Fancy Lad Skateboards, mm-hmm. they actually reached out to me. Did they really? Yep. <laughs> what? That's insane. <laughs> and they said for a limited time, <laughs> oh, get this, they're going to oh. offer us, well, not, they're going to offer us the opportunity to offer all of our listeners oh. a limited time, 20% off all products on fancyladskateboards.com. You mean to tell me the good people at Fancy Lad Skateboards that's right. reached out to you, that's Big right. Zo, mm-hmm. of Fancy Lad Skateboards podcast, yep, CEO, and said that we could have a promo code for all the sweaty and deranged listeners out there. Mm-hmm. And now the viewers as well. Right. That's amazing. I know. So what's this promo code again? Well, I mean, we, they said they wanted to keep it simple so okay. the people could remember it. Promo code podcast. Mm, mm, that, is, that is pretty simple. Yeah. And you know what? They say kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Fancy lad. Fancy lad. Fancy Podcast, fancy lad. Fancy Podcast, lad. gonna talk to my friends. Fancy gonna share lad. a thought. Gonna have a laugh. That's fancy what I thought. Lad. Fancy lad. Fancy the fancy lad. podcast. Fancy lad. Fancy, fancy lad podcast. Uh, and yeah. we are back. Oh, we are back. And I think I know, but I'm just gonna ask, where are we? Well, in our <laughs> beloved Fancy Lad studio. Oh, okay. One of the many Fancy Lad podcast studios. That makes sense. One of the many. Mm-hmm. One of the many. I mean, I don't know how many hands you got, but you could probably count them on at least one or two hands. It's hard because as soon as I start moving my fingers, I forget. Is that a hand now or is it just five fingers? I know. Sometimes I get confused too. I look at my thumb and I'm like, is that, does that count as a finger? Mm-hmm. Does that count as a hand? When does it stop? being a hand and start being five fingers or four fingers and one thumb. I don't know. I don't know. Probably around here, around the webbing. That'd be my guess. I mean, I'm like, is this a finger? Should I stick this in a hole of some sort and fill it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I don't know. know. What what do I do with these things? I don't know. It's going to be back. You know, this is an exciting time. Oh, this is a very exciting time. I'm excited. This is a new year. This is a new year. Oh, Oh, yeah, it is a new year, isn't it? Yeah. 2023. I haven't seen you all year. That's true, actually. Yeah, it's crazy. What have you been up to? Oh, man, it's been a crazy year. I've been doing tons. Rewatched all of the Mission Impossibles again. Damn. In the last four days. Really? No. Oh. That would have been sick, though. That would have been pretty sick. I wish I had that much time. 
Yeah, people don't like that uh, Tom Cruise guy because of all that Scientology, but I was like, it's pretty cool that he jumped out of a motorcycle off of a cliff. Off of, into the Grand Canyon itself. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty badass. I mean, you got canyons. You got canyons. But there's only one grand one. There's only one grand one. Do you think, do you ever think he thought of maybe doing a, a canyon cannon? What's that? I don't know, like he get shot out of a cannon into the canyon. Mm. I don't know why you'd want to be going that fast into the canyon. Holding a crayon? Although he was going pretty fast. Ooh. Canyon, cannon, crayon. 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 Yeah. Crayon. 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 Yeah, people do say it. Crayon, huh? But I know. It's been a crazy year for me, too. Oh, yeah? What have you been up to? Broke my foot. Did you? I mean, almost. Oh, okay. You should see it. It's pretty much all purple. Ugh. Well, you know what? I'll keep for now. I'll just take your word for it. I don't know what those what what those dogs are smelling like right now. Yeah, it's not a pretty sight. Oh God, I'm sorry about that. And you know, just like any other sucker, you know, on New Year's I went on a diet. Oh, you fucking sucker! I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Fat boy on a diet. Don't try it. I check your ass like a looter in a riot. I would never think. You would never think about checking my ass mm-hmm. just like a looter in a riot? Uh, okay, well, that, that, that part I, I might consider. I mean, I think... I would take that under advisement. You've said, you've said that to me several times. It's kind of your mantra. It is kind of my mantra. And it's weird. I'm not... Is it the mantra of the thing you're not supposed to share with people? Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird that I keep saying it out loud to you and then telling you it's my mantra. Yeah. I'm like, Tom, hey, what's up? What are you up to? And he's like, not much. I'm just out here checking asses like looters and riots do. You know, my mantra. Yeah. And then you're like, you know, your mantra loses all power if you tell people what it is. I, you're giving out all the secrets of the TM community here. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I forgot. You have to be at a certain level before you learn that kind of thing, probably. Yeah, like Scientology. Yeah, just like Scientology. That makes sense. So maybe we should get Tom Cruise on here. Yeah, long story short mm-hmm. is that I belong to a cult. <laughs> Tom Cruise belongs to a cult. Yep. Hey, we all kind of belong to a cult of personality. That is true. That is true. And also, uh-huh. I can't, I was trying to think of the fucking song that Ryan Gallant skated to by the cult. Firewoman? Yeah, and we all fire. have a firewoman deep inside of us. And then... uh Von Baker skated to She Sells Sanctuary. Mm. That was another good one. Yeah, why didn't he just skate to She Sells Seashells by the Seashore? She Sells Sanctuary. That's a good question. Should we call him and ask? Driving your Mitsubishi to sell seashells by the seashore. Mitsubishi. Yeah, that's a good one for that. Mitsubishi. I mean, we could call Von Baker. We could, but this isn't the Von Baker podcast. Yeah. Yet. Not yet. Although it very easily could be, and maybe it should be. We'll have to do that when we're having our Baker week, you know? Baker, Baker. Mm-hmm. A full week of Baker content. Yep. Von Baker. Mm-hmm. British Bake Off, Cook Off, mm-hmm. starring old Greg's friend. Old Greg's friend? Yeah. From that show. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Mighty Boosh. Fucking, no- what's his name? No, is it? No, what's his name? I can't remember his name. It doesn't, doesn't matter, matter, okay? It doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. We can ask him his name when we have the Baker week of the uh, Fancy Lad podcast, okay? Oh, thank God. It'd be such a relief to finally know. Mm-hmm. 
the finally now. So what are we going to do for this week? Because this isn't Baker. But we were talking about Tom Cruise. We were talking about Tom Cruise. That's true. I don't know if we're going to be able to get him at such short notice. He does seem really busy jumping into the canyon and all. But Mm -hmm. what I'm thinking is, now you've seen American Psycho. Oh, I've seen American Psycho. Kidding me? A guy like me? Yeah. A guy like me? Yeah, a guy like you. Mm Mm-hmm. And you, 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 you remember Christian Bale had kind of based his performance off uh, Tom Cruise for that. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's what I heard. Interesting. Kind of a vacant sort of person like that. He based it off of Tom Cruise. Yeah. Interesting. Partly. I heard that, that Christian Slater bases all of his characters off Jack Nicholson. That makes sense because he talks and acts exactly like Jack Nicholson. And he always pulls back his hair like this. Have you tried Jack Nicholson impersonation re- recently? I just did one. Oh, I thought you were doing Christian Slater. Well, yeah, as Jack Nicholson. Oh, okay. Um, I'm re- talking about having tried one. I just did one. Because I realize that it helps if you scrunch, scrunch your entire face into a uh, Grinch-like character and no but what really helps Mm -hmm. is saying if starting off by saying i'm jack nicholson i like to pull back the hair i feel like that helps stretch the face make you kind of yeah yeah hello not bad it's me jack yeah that's pretty good yeah from the major major motion picture jack hey it's me jack from the major motion picture jack now you You should have been a jack that was a bis that was a big uh yeah, Jack. missed opportunity. Yeah, instead of Robin Williams. Or the Bill Cosby character. All right, anyway, this is what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. is that we love movies. Oh, God, we do. And I think that we should try to find someone out there, mm-hmm. possibly a skater, who oh. knows, oh. who's also a movie buff, so we'll finally have something to talk to them about. Oh, so we're going to be talking about films. Movies, films. Major motion pictures. Major motion pictures. Okay, so probably not. None of that fucking indie bullshit, dude. No. Have you seen the Blair Witch Project? I actually haven't. It's actually not bad. I know. I, 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 yeah, I've, I've heard, you know, it's good. You really haven't seen it? No, I really haven't. I have not seen it. Well, maybe we should take a break and watch it real quick and come back. How long is it? Like tight 90. All right, let's watch that and then we'll come back and hopefully we'll have a guest. I think we will. Okay. Uh, yeah. And we are back. Oh, we are back. And that, that was a good break. Oh, God. Fantastic break, Tom. You know, mm-hmm. best break of the new year, I could say. Oh, my goodness. Best break of the new year by far. Definitely not the first time I've thought about breaks. Because yeah. as you can guess, all year I've been dreaming about them, just like last year. Yeah. Yeah. So you've had a lot of dreams up until now. Mm-hmm. But we will save that for the dream podcast. Exactly. Which will is forthcoming. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, we'll release it uh, on the Faints Lad Patreon, you know, so they get a little sneak peek of it. Oh, a little sneak peek. Yeah, forthcoming. Maybe even, if we're lucky, maybe even fifth coming. But, you know, enough about the fifth coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just introduce our special guest. That's a good idea. Tom Karangloff. Oh, you got it right. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> now, Tom, I know that, you know, being on another podcast with Tom here, I... Yeah, I just don't want this to turn into a Tom Tom Club and just uh, get left in the dust, you know? That's a, that's exactly what I was hoping for. Toms of the world unite. But hey, th- <laughs> thanks again for being on the podcast, you know? 
Big fan. Just want to say yeah, that real quick. I'm a fan of you guys. Thank oh. you. Thank you. You know, it's always I'm great drawing to hear. you guys, by the way. Uh oh. I'm drawing oh. you guys sitting on the couch. Oh boy. It's not my most it's not my most flattering angle, but you know, hey, that's true. It's all right. It's fine. It kind of looks 56K, so you guys will be pixelated. Oh, hell okay. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that's Are good. you wearing a zero hoodie? I am. You know, I wore this in tribute to you and your you. illustrious career mm-hmm. in professional skateboarding. <laughs> Thanks. I guess that's a good place to start. You know, the first first time I ever saw a video part of you was in the, the Zero Cold War. Oh, cool. That was a long time, like 10 years ago now, maybe, or longer. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably, probably closer to 50. 15, right? Maybe? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's been a childhood dream of mine, skating for the chef. Yeah, he rules. So why'd you... Have you ever met him? I haven't. I, uh, I've i wanted to. And, uh, you know, maybe you one day... You get him on your podcast. Well, you know, I'd that love would be, to. That'd be a dream. We had, you know, we were trying to get Dane to, to hook it up. Yeah, I'd love to. You know, I got a million questions for him. Yeah, dude, he's, this, he's so sick. Yeah, but, yeah, we'll save that for the Jamie Thomas podcast, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, we'll keep it, uh, you know, Tom K related this podcast because, mm-hmm. you know, you are our special guest. Skating for zero. Did, were, was it just that you were young and you had that fire behind you to huck? Or were you like, I skate for zero. I need to skate handrails. Back then, I think, I think skating probably changes a lot over time. And back then it was probably, it was maybe more pop. Like, I don't know the things that inspired me were, uh, that type of skating and then i was just really stoked on that but i I feel like i never really fully jumped too much Mm -hmm. how a normal traditional zero rider zero rider would but uh i don't know i didn't feel pressure to do that i just was really hyped on that kind of skating and uh knowing like the legacy of zero uh and the dudes that i were that i was like hyped on were like rattray and like keegan yeah. I don't know. And Tony Cervantes, I just feel like those dudes kind of skated really differently and cool and they skated gnarly, but with like a little twist. So I thought that was always like pretty inspiring to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Keegan Sauter and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, John Rattray definitely have that, that tinge of quirkiness to them. Yeah. Especially John. He was like, a yeah, John was like a really big influence on why I wanted to skate for zero John and Keegan and Jamie and, Alyssa, I was just super hyped on um, Zero, at least in that time period. Yeah. Was, uh, did Keegan have a part in uh, Rick McCrank's shop video? Yeah, he did. Anti, anti-social? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that video. Fucking yeah. rules. I Skating love that video. Skating to the video. Pogues. I, yeah. Dirty old town. I, fuck, I loved that video. I watched that so much. Yeah, I love that opening I line where he barely it. has any uh, run-up and does that board slide. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think he skated the stairs... He skated, skated the stairs at Clipper, which I always thought was really cool. Hmm. I think he frontside flipped the stairs, and I feel like that's so random and cool. Yeah, I don't remember that. I have to go revisit this. Like, did he not see the hubba? <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched that in a long time either. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> what was the um? What was the John Rattray part where he does the turnaround push? Dying to live, I think. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Love that part. Love Rattray. Yeah, I think Dine, it's in Dine to Live. Hands down, skated to the best song in that video. Yeah, he didn't even pick it. Uh, I figured that much. I figured they were like, well, he's from Scotland, right? 
Yeah, what was that the uh, the chart the chart chart what was it the sh- what's that band? Oh, oh, fucking uh, Proclaimers. Proclaimers. Right, yeah. right, right. And when I and when I hover. Yeah. As, you know, as your career went on, you got more and more sort of you know, you became more and more of a spotsman, you know, as I call it. <laughs> and uh I feel like I always was I don't know. I feel like I always was kind of like looking for my own stuff. Um just skating around here. I mean, you guys are lucky. You guys live in Massachusetts, right? Yeah, Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like the scene and the amount of skaters and stuff is just like you can find your own things. But I feel like here, my whole life skating was just like shoved. Like, it's like you go to a skate park and you see pro skaters. It's like, it's just like way different here. So yeah. being from here, being from here, I was kind of always inspired, I guess, by like hearing... Well, one of the first people I heard that like looked for spots was this photographer, Anthony Acosta. He shoots mm-hmm. for Vans. And uh, I always remember him always saying like, oh, on my way home from skating random places, I'll just take a weird way home. And I always thought that was so cool. Like as a little kid hearing that, like I'd be on a flip session, just this random kid on a flip session. And I'd be, I'd hear Anthony be like, I'm going to take just a weird way home. And I always remember thinking like, damn, that's so cool. Like, this dude's finding spots for like Louis Lopez and all these dudes. And I just remember being so inspired. And at the time he was skating with Dylan reader a lot because Dylan was just a lot younger. And I think he skated for vans. Yeah, he did. And, uh, I remember being like, damn, he's showing Dylan like all these six spots. Like, how is he finding them all? And I remember like, even during zero, I was working a job and after work, I'd drive around and like look for spots. And then like the weekend would come and I'd be like, I'm going to skate this thing. I have it like it's ready to go. I don't know. Kind of dorky, but I feel like I always was on that tip. No, that's what's well, good. You about. got, yeah, you got to be, you got to be vigilant and have your eyes peeled at all times. Surveying the land and interacting with your environment. And, and definitely encouraged to always, you know, take different cuts to different paths to places than typical because but also as you grow older you can look at the same spot and start to mature and think about it in a different way to skate it you Mm -hmm. know for sure yeah but yeah also matt tomasello he was uh doing the uber eats and he was uh you know doing that half you know to just find new spots you know because it would take him new places to make them drive places i actually recently skated a spot he found uh it was in new bedford it was uh last year um i was Hmm. watching his he has video parts he has a lot of video parts and when i went to boston to skate i was i i I like the way you guys skate and the stuff that you guys skate so i i found one of his old parts and i was like whoa where's this rainbow rail and they're like it's in new bedford it's pretty far away and like it's at an old factory you'll have to do like a lot of work to skate it and i was like fuck man this thing's sick so we mm-hmm. like went there and we did a lot of work and we skated it, but it was cool. It was like definitely inspired by, well, I'm pretty sure watching one of your guys' old videos. Yeah. Maybe it was in, it could have been in maybe one of his old 1031 videos, mm-hmm. but I would have to see the clip. But I mean, I know that's crazy that you didn't hit us up when you were in Boston. Oh my God. That, <laughs> that is a wild story. Now that I'm thinking about well, it. From now on, I will. Yeah. No, that's good. I know. Ah, that's good. I know. It, it took that breaking of the ice, me coming out to LA, you know. It makes sense that you... Yeah, uh, that sk- was cool. Yeah, it makes sense that you're skating with Spanky a lot now because you, Spanky's in a similar boat, 
you know, graduating to the Spotsman uh, sort of creative guy that he is now. Not that he was, wasn't creative before, but you know what I'm saying. Classic Hucker. I mean, mature. also skating's, skating's insane right now. It's like I, if I had to skate how other people skated, I don't think I would, I, I don't think I could be a sponsored skater. I just, it'd be purely just for fun to yeah. be able to hang with the stuff people are doing. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, but then I don't even know if I, I don't even know if I honestly always liked that. I I feel like I always liked kind of a, like what the other, I I don't know. I liked rat race part when I was a kid. I liked, I don't know. I liked Garrett Hill cause his clothes were weird. I don't know. I feel like I always gravitated toward uh, weirder. I mean, and I'm also from Southern California. So the videos that I grew up watching were different than what you guys grew up watching. Oh no, we still grew up watching those videos, but we, uh, yeah, we appreciated them for something that was kind of way out of our realm. Right. And kind of unre- like less relatable than. Yeah. Other, like we said, we like a lot of the, the like the, the blueprint videos and stuff like that uh, were a little bit yeah. more accessible to us because those spots are more similar to the ones that we have, you know. But like you said, growing up in Southern California, it's like when we uh, went to series and, you know, you got kids who can't even kickflip on flat, but they're trying to huck it down the stair step. Mm-hmm. It's just a different mentality. Yeah. But that was a long time ago, too. Or, like, another crazy one is, like, a lot of kids are just, like, a lot of kids are, like, really, really good, you know? But when you watch them push or something or, like, mess around, it doesn't, like, look right. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like, that doesn't look correct because, gr- I don't know. Yeah. All my well- friends kind of... <laughs> I don't know, my generation, like, we didn't have street league skate parks yet or mm-hmm. crazy skate parks for, like, a little bit at least. So, like, we grew up as street skaters, kind of. So, we, I feel like a lot of my friends that aren't sponsored or don't really skate anymore are kind of, like, uh, they're, like, characters or something. They have unique style and they dress different. I don't know. It's pretty trippy. <laughs> yeah. Like you mentioned, the Garrett Hill... uh Half red, half black Joker pants. Jester pants. Yeah, those were sick. Yeah. Has anyone ever, uh, when, you know, uh, commented to you when you were wearing the all white, did they say to you, oh, he thinks he he Kurchart. Oh, now he thinks he he, yeah, he Kurchart. Yeah, all the time, actually. Uh, yeah. A couple people, a couple people would do it. But yeah, I mean, fuck, I'll take that compliment. That's a sick one. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody judges everything. So it's like, I don't know. I can't really let it mess with you that much. But like, I was super hyped on, there's like people in movies that were all white. David Bowie were all white. I don't know. I was just hyped on a lot of things. And like, I was probably hyped. I was hyped on Heath Kirchhoff too, for sure. But those are all definitely factors. Jamie Thomas were all white and Dine Dine to Live. Yeah. Corey Delson were all white. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked like uh, Smart Boy Alex in uh, Clockwork yeah. in that clip that you're talking mm-hmm. about where he like bows his hat and he has like the black thing around his eye. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just inspired by a bunch of different things. I know. I love you. I, like I mentioned, I loved your, uh, I love your, your, your passion for cinema, you know. Thanks. Yeah, sometimes I wish I, I knew more, but I, I don't know. I try to learn 
more things about it. Like so many people know everything about every movie. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's too much. You don't need to know that much. <laughs> Might be a little too much. I heard that uh I think Quentin Tarantino came out with the book and it's pretty much just him talking about uh movies that mm. he loves. Aren't the movies really random? Yeah, they're like mainly like all movies from the 70s that people haven't heard of. Apparently, Quentin has like a, a screenplay written for a, a standalone Bond film that takes place after Honor Majesty's Secret Service, uh, Service and also a screenplay for uh, a fucking Star Trek movie, which I'm very interested Whoa. in. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. I didn't know about that. See, you guys know a lot. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of trivial stuff, I suppose. We know a little bit, you know, uh, about a little bit. We that's know a what, lot about a, bun- about a little, a little about a lot. That's about a bit. That's yeah. weird, though. It's like, I can't even think of what that's comparable to. It's like if David Lynch was like, all right, I'm going to make a uh, a new S- Star Wars <laughs> movie or something. Right. Well, I guess he made Dune. Well, but, I always, I mean, I'll compare it to this, which I always... Dune's sick. Yeah, that Dune is sick. That is correct. No one likes that Dune. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like he it's, didn't a, even it's like, like it. a, a cult classic. Yeah, it did. It he did didn't even like turn. it. He put, the, he put the fake name on the director. Do you know about that? No. There's like a fake name that uh, people in Hollywood use when they direct movies and they're bummed on. Right. And he used, his, he used a fake name. Like if you look it up right now. Yeah, it's like they're like a like a specific name that everyone uses as mm. like if yeah, they're like the, don't want their name tied with the project. Mm. I should use that. Yeah, for I think it starts. With, I feel like it starts with an A. I don't remember. I feel like I, I saw think you're right. Day. Yeah, yeah. I'll look into that. I'll use that for the new fan slap video. Oh hell yeah! Is Clockwork Orange your favorite Kubrick film? Um, I mean, I liked it a lot when I was a kid, and then in high school we read the book, and I remember. I don't really read that much, but I, or I, I still, I don't really read, but I remember thinking like the book was really gnarly. And I remember there was stuff left out that I was just like, whoa, I've been told that books are gnarlier than movies. And this is like a pretty good example of that. But I think my favorite one is, I think just Full Metal Jacket for some reason, the, like the lighting and the vibe of that movie. I, yeah. And I'm also not the I'm not the biggest like war movie guy, mm-hmm. but for some reason that one, just of how intense it is and the acting is it's crazy. They're all the, they're all really crazy. And the first half of that movie, right. I mean, I was telling my boss because he was trying to. I recommended American Psycho to him, and so he was trying to uh, uh, have me compile a top five psychological movies for him because of how much American Psycho blew his mind. Mm. And I told him the same thing about um, Full Metal Jacket. I said, yeah, I don't like war movies at all, but this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, it, it's not a, like, there's a difference between, uh, that's not a war movie that glorifies war, you know, which a lot of war movies are, you know, it's like a big hero story. Mm. Um, so if it's something that has like a, you know, a slightly more, uh, you know, realistic, or not necessarily realistic, but a different viewpoint like that, you know? I haven't seen really many except for like that and like saving uh, Ryan's privates. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. 
that traumatized me as a kid, that movie. Yeah, I think I saw it in the theaters when I was a kid. Yeah. That opening scene. It's shocking. It was yeah, it's shocking. But you were in that... Uh, imagine, having, Mar- imagine having to do that, but we get to skate and be on this podcast instead of going to war. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think about that every <laughs> fucking day. And I, don't, I don't know about you, Tom, but we, Big Zo, you and I, we've aged out of the draft age. We're, at, we're good to go. Yeah, I know. I think I'm good, too. Yeah, if you're over 35, you're good. Oh, no, I'm, I'm almost there. Oh, <laughs> shit. I was really worried about that when I was in high school, and they were all like, George W. is going to have a oh, draft. Oh, dude, I was at, dude. And they, I was like, Dick and Bush are going to draft me? Fucking. <laughs> there was a, uh, like a recruiter that used to come to John Tweak's house all the time. And he'd be like, oh, you guys like skateboarding? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, you know, you could do that in the army. And we're like, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah, you could bring your skateboards. You'd have free time. And I was like, but we could just not do that and then skate whenever. Yeah, but and the he's best like, way. Ah, to, damn it, you got me. Best way to learn them buttery trays is in between blasting a fellow with your AK forty seven. Yeah, but then there was all those. There was that uh, that Thrasher thing. Those people skating uh, was that Saddam's palace. Uh, I don't remember that. Support That's your local troops. That. I'm glad they're there, <laughs> so I'm not getting drafted. You know. Mm-hmm. Hey, the video Bush getting a shoe thrown at him. <laughs> oh, dude, and he dodges both of them. So, the, yeah, I mean, dude. you got got to get credit where credit's due. The man, the man can dodge a shoe. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> oh, dude, we'll have to pull it up at some point. It's fantastic. Did anyone splice it with that Austin Powers clip? Uh, what, who throws a shoe? No, that'd be I, good, mean, I mean, really? <laughs> probably. That probably. I don't remember much except for, you know, fool or can't get fooled again. <laughs> classic, classic quote. Classic. <sighs> How's it acting in the uh, the weekend uh, sketches? You're in the American Psycho parody, right? Yeah, I'm, sure, you, I'm my, sure you've been in a bunch of them. That's, I mean, kind of. That's my first one. Uh, it was funny because before I got on, I feel like it was a joke. Like people would be uh, saying, like, "Oh, he's good at skating, but like, can he act?" <laughs> like I always thought that was kind of funny. Like, "Oh, can he act?" Like to get on, you have to be able to act. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god. Uh, <laughs> That was really scary. I'm I'm not a good actor, but I feel like Gordo is really good at Jordan Taylor is really good at acting, and he kind of coached me. And Grant's insane, so I feel like those dudes kind of just coached me. Mm. But I haven't done a big acting thing since that one. I feel like it's coming soon. How is he insane? (laughs) Hell yeah! I've never met him, the fella. Grant Grant's just like very. I don't use this word lightly, but I feel like with movies and editing and like making things awesome and relatable, he's like a genius at it. Like he can mm-hmm. make, he can just like get the funniest thing out of, out of people somehow. And he knows how to show it, whether it's those skits or in your video part, he's just so good at it. It's like magical watching it. Yeah. Well, that's great. I don't know. He's just really talented at, at doing things like that. Yeah. No, I love him. I love that new one with the, you know, the whole skate industry that was in it, you know, for. Yeah, that was crazy. Can't believe Grant did that. Yeah. I didn't know that that was, uh, that was for a rollerblade collab. Yeah, there's this, uh, that's another crazy thing is like growing up in, there's a suburb of Orange County, Santa Ana, and I, I lived there until I was about like 13. And uh, growing up, 
there's like the local skate park is Santa Ana skate park. And that's where Figgy grew up skating. Uh, just a lot of skaters like Frankie Villani, Figgy. So going there as a kid in like the early two thousands, there would be so many rollerbladers. And I remember, like, I remember specific rollerbladers and I'm always like, oh, I wonder what happened to those, those people. I'm like pretty nostalgic. I feel like. So I, I, every time I go to the skate park, I'm like, I wonder what happened to those people. And one of the guys that owns them skates that did the collab with weekend was like one of the guys from the skate park. So I remember tripping like, dude, it's the guy from the skate park. Like when I was a kid, but he owns like a rollerblade company and he's like killing it. And now we're doing like a collab with him. It was really trippy. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, that skate park rollerblading was like alive and well and like thriving in the early two thousands. Maybe it was at your guys' parks too but in orange county it was like crazy i don't know mm-hmm. no one even skates uh the skate parks besides that one big one under the bridge in boston i mean every time i go to the parks in the suburbs at least every time i go to the parks everybody's over 30 years old who's skating Whoa. it's kind of crazy yeah like yeah. no kids skate over here in the in the yeah burbs, maybe that, that just might be an yeah. or- orange county thing i don't know I mean, I feel like even in the burbs when we were growing up, when a skate park would open somewhere like a new park outside, that it would be popular for like the first three months. And then that was it. There wouldn't be like a bunch of people there ever again, essentially. Yeah. But back to But back to that skit, you know, I love the idea of that skit bringing all the the actual skate, uh, you know, culture into one storyline you know i i always thought it was would have been a a great idea having a movie like grind but doing it with the legitimacy of that skit (laughs) so i think grant should make a full-length uh feature Mm -hmm. and uh you know you get each crew and when you know they have have to be kind of a road movie like grind and you get each crew you know in a different scene. Uh, so why doesn't he make a full length film is my question for skateboarding. Be so into this, this film film thing. for skateboarding. I don't know. Does, does he, does he need a Kickstarter or something? Sorry, my dog's about to eat. He's going to freak out. He screams oh, when yeah. it's uh, dinner time. Uh, hell yeah. He, I think Grant, I mean, he like loves street skating and he loves weekend. And I feel like he wants to put his energy into that. I feel like if he became a director or something, he would never be able to skate. That's probably yeah. like the main reason he, he's such a skate rat. Yeah. It's more of a full time job. Be it, I think. Yeah. yeah. He already does a lot. It's like, he, like it's pretty much damn near like a clothing company too. So he's getting like pants done, shirts, graphics, on top of being like the filmer, the editor, and then he picks up people and he takes them skating when they're in town. It's like a really crazy job that he has. Like a lot of, I give Grant a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, TM. It's like he has like 10 jobs. So if he became a director, we would never see him again. Yeah, that's true. And then it would hurt the cause. And he'd get, yeah, and he'd get, probably get all cocky and all Hollywood on us. Yeah, a piece of he shit. He forget about it. <laughs> yeah, how dare he? 
then he, then he would only go he would only go bowling with Spike Jones, and you'd never see him again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would never see him again. That's and, the last and, we heard of Grant and Jeff and, Tremaine and Moby. Moby skates. I oh, well, I, th- I think Moby's friends with Spike Jones. Oh. Jeff Tremaine's sick. Yeah, yeah. I would always I, see his I, name at the end of every jackass. Oh yeah, he's the. Uh, He's kind of the uh, the big director of the whole thing. Yeah, I always just like that guy for some reason, like bringing jackass into our lives. I know. Well, you I know, I don't know anything about him though. <laughs> yeah, we we've always been big Big Brother fans, so you know, as an extension from that, you know, a lot of respect goes to Jeff Tremaine. A lot of love. Um, did you um skate for a company? Uh. Did you you didn't skate for weekend immediately after zero, did you? No, I skated for uh after zero. I mean a lot of things led up to to quitting zero, but like after zero, my friend Ryan Allen that shot photos for Grabus and Analog, that's who I was getting shoes and clothes from. Uh that went out of business. The burden just dropped both those companies, but he was skating with Austin Gillette and Dylan a lot. And I remember Ryan being like, dude, you should skate for girl or 3d, which was Brian Anderson's company. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. dude, I love those companies, but I don't know like anybody I could talk to. I just, I don't know. I just skate for zero. I I didn't know that that would be an option. So he, he would kind of talk to Austin about it. And I had this like little thunder part come out thunder trucks and, uh, Austin was hyped on that. And then like, he's just like, dude, is Tom really down? Whatever. And then Rattray, the crazy one too, is like Rattray slowly worked for New Balance uh, in mm-hmm. the beginning and, and stopped being a pro skater for zero. It, it was like really gradual and kind of unannounced. And uh, I remember he went to Zoomies 100K and Brad Staba and Brian Anderson owned 3D like together. Yeah. And Rattray would talk to Brad and be like, yo, give Tom a shot. Like you guys need an AM, like whatever, Tom. And then at the same time, my friend Matt went to school in Berkeley and my, he's like one of my best friends and he films me. And now he works for Thrasher for the last like seven or eight years. He's worked for Thrasher. But at the time he was going to school at Berkeley and Brad lives in Berkeley. So I would kind of go up there and I got to kind of know Brad. And I remember riding zero boards and Brad's like, yo, come to the warehouse. And Brad kind of helped Brian with everything at that time. And Brad's like, here, take these boards. And he gave me 3D boards. And I was like, whoa, this is gnarly. And I remember just being so hyped on the graphics. And then Brad told Brian about me. And then Brian, out of nowhere one day, like called me. And he's like, I want you to come to New York. I want to meet you and like skate with you. So that's kind of how that went down. So I skated for 3D. And then... uh, that was all really sick. And Brian was doing all the graphics. His artwork is like really crazy. I'm sure you guys already have seen it before or know about it, but he's a really talented artist. And I was just so hyped skating boards that he drew. And I remember like, just like, cool. This is like my thing. I love this. Like being on a team with Brian Austin was had two knee surgeries at that time. So I didn't see him that much. So it was kind of just me and Brian. And then I went to China on a trans this, my life sounds crazy right now, like in this one period of time, but I went to China on a trip to film for a couple of different videos. 
uh, I went to Hong Kong and then I went to these small cities in China. And I remember being in these small cities in China and Brian sent me a text like in the middle of the night and he's like, Hey, I can't handle like all the things to do with the small business. I just can't do 3d anymore. I'm sorry. And he's like, I know you're in China and it's like 3am there, but like, call me when you get this. And I remember just like waking up and being like, Oh fuck. And like walking through China, like in the middle of the night, like, Oh my God, 3d is done. I'm like, what am I going to do? Cause this was like what I thought the, like the sickest thing was. And then I remember like coming back home and Brad, Brad called me and he's like, dude, just skate for skate mental. Like we all love you. It's like, it's, I've run skate mental. It's like I, how I gave you stuff for 3d. It's like the same thing. And then I really like love Dan Plunkett. So, and Karsten was on at the time. So I was just like, all right, cool. I'm super down if everyone's down. And they all sent me like a little welcome to the team text. And I was like, damn, this is sick. So I feel like that one happened. It was zero 3D skate mental. But I feel yeah. like now later on in life, sorry, I just talked so long. But now <laughs> now later on in life, it almost feels like 3D and skate mental were like the same thing. Like the more I think about it in a weird way. Well, that's good that skate mental was there to, you know, pick up the pieces, uh, you know. Because quitting zero and then going skating for a company that immediately decides to go out of business, you know, you might have felt uh, hoisted by your own petard or something like that. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty scary. How did uh, how did the chef take the news when you told him that you were you called him and you said, "Jamie, Fuck, I love you." But yeah, uh, he was he was bummed. I feel like he saw it, felt it coming. Uh, I, I could just tell in his voice and he's like, just don't quit yet. Like, give me like a little bit, like I'm restructuring, doing these things. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I can't like, I haven't been hyped on the the boards and a couple other things in a while. It was really hard, especially it's like Jamie Thomas. He's like a legend to me right. and everybody. And he, he made the, like my favorite toy machine videos. Like he edited and filmed those. Like it's Jamie I mean, Thomas. I mean, welcome to hell. Come on. Greatest video of all yeah. time. Yeah, I know. I feel like it was kind of like, dude, you're a dumbass for talking to Jamie like this. But then I don't know. I think when you are in skating as like a job, things just become a little different sometimes. Like I'll always be a fan of Jamie and I'll always respect him. And I love him. And we're like friends, me and Jamie and Brad and Brian, we're all, I'm still friends with everybody. I feel like I try to quit in the most respectful way. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, he handled it. Okay. Uh, Brad also handled it. Okay. He told me something really nice where I was just like, damn, that's really like mature. He was like, maybe being with your friends at weekend, that'll be like the best move you made and you'll have the most fun doing that. And I was just like, damn, that's like really cool of him. Like that was, yeah. I felt like a pretty mature way. Is skate mental still a brand? It is. It actually has, uh, a really, really crazy team, but I feel like they just don't maybe do ads and they don't really have too many videos. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen their boards around in a while, in a minute. Um, yeah. The team you know, is crazy. Eric Austin, current Caples, Jake Anderson, they're all, everyone's so gnarly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, big fan of Brad Staba 
And uh, I mean, loved his duty now for the future part. And obviously, Brian yeah. Anderson, fucking legend. What does Brian do now? If you don't mind me asking. If oh, he, he skates for those. anti-hero. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I have he, no clue. I'm I'm new to this whole skateboarding thing. You know, I'm a. Uh, uh, this is yeah. He uh, skates you know, for I've, antihero. I feel like he always in my head. He always should have skated for antihero. Hmm. He fits so perfectly. He's like the perfect antihero rider. You think? <laughs> but he doesn't. Uh, you know, shred the bowls and and eat rebar can, for though. breakfast. Yeah, I guess he can. I think it, but, I think it's just his like stare and his vibe. Like that's what I think of antihero is like badass, like old yeah. badass dude. Just some old badass dudes. They had a they had a pretty sick new video though. I did see that one. I forget what it yeah, was dude. called. Something along oh Fantastic, Fantastic Voyage, Boy. I think. Yeah. 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 My friend Nick yeah. Matthews is in that video. I'm so hyped for him. But you know, we're gonna we're actually coming pretty close on the uh, the first break here. But you know we've we've just scratched the surface. You know we got a whole second half to go, Tom. We're we're just getting warmed up. Sick. Oh, we're oh, we're just warming up. I'm a little nervous. Are you? Just, I mean, I feel like kind of, uh, just talking to people on the phone and FaceTiming makes me nervous. That's why I'm drawing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you say you don't know that much about movies, but you seem to know an awful lot about skating. You know, you you'd be surprised. I'm a the people that we have on here mm-hmm. who don't know a damn thing about skating, and they've dedicated their entire lives to skating. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what is what is my, this? My dude. This is just also a forewarning. You only have about 45 minutes to finish your beautiful pictures of me and Tom. It's getting close. Okay, thank okay. God. Oh, oh thank, thank God. God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. So and who, who knows? You know, maybe we'll, you know, maybe if if you're lucky, maybe we'll run it as a fancy led podcast t-shirt or something. Oh, maybe. Who knows? Oh, my you'll God. See, you'll see some of those sweet, sweet residuals. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we are going to have to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Tom, stick around. Don't go anywhere. All right. I'm not. I'll we'll talk to you real soon and send you another link. Okay, cool. Wait, are these live? No. no. Okay. No. So you All can right, cool. say anything you want, and mm-hmm. we'll edit it out. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have. I don't have much to say. I mean, sorry if I you know. sorry if I ram sorry if I ramble on though about uh, little stories like that. No, uh, we're here to. You're, you're, no, that's exactly what we're having you on for. Uh, yeah. They're still here. What the. They didn't go to use the twenty percent off promo code yet. I are you serious? You haven't used it yet? What are you doing? Twenty percent off anything on the site. It's a pretty easy fucking promo code to remember. It's podcast. Podcast. Like the thing you're listening or watching. All you gotta do is go to fancyladskateboards.com, mm-hmm. select five to ten products. Mm-hmm. Any of them. Check out mm-hmm. and use the promo code podcast, and you're going to be saving 20% off your entire order. That's a good deal. You know, I'm going to go do that right now. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. And we are back. Oh, we are back. And that was a fantastic obligatory Zoom break. It's true. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it got me thinking. Oh, I just wanted to crack into that clown <laughs> shoes real quick. Oh, you had a clown shoes brand beer there. Oh, you? yeah. Uh, delicious. Mm-hmm. What kind is that? It's a sour ale. Oh, sour. 
Yeah. And that's why you're making that sour face. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it looked like you just ate a pack of Warheads. Oh, God, I love them. I also did that as well. Dude, Warheads are actually fucking awesome. I do like those. But Tom, let's get back. Oh, not to confuse you, which Tom am I talking about? Am <laughs> I right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Neither, Tom and I both don't know. Oh, oh. Okay, well, I'll explain a little more. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was actually talking to you. I okay. was saying, let's get back to our podcast with Tom. Oh, with the other Tom. Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Yeah, the Tom I was telling you about that can, uh, you know, he can do things with polls that you can't even dream of. Mm, that's true. He he pole jams any vertical pole. It's insane. You know how much I've been dreaming about poles. I know. That one pole jam, I, I think it was in your Enter the Museum part, the pole jam to 50. Where you had to go under the kink. That was crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like the bottom of a rail to a ledge. Exactly. Oh, cool. Yeah, that <laughs> was random. My friend my friend gave me that idea. That was even my idea. It was sick, though. Yeah. So you had a friend Spielberg in your ass. Yeah, I love when that happens. Dude, it's it doesn't happen enough. It's always nice. Yeah, the pole jam to 50, the blunt raily, the blunt duck under the rail. This guy's got oh, thank a thank you. He's got a large repertoire under him, you know, under his <laughs> belt. A lot of notable a lot of notable MBDs. NBDs. Yeah. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, enough about skating. I know. That's I was gonna say let's fucking let's get, let's get, let's let's get down why we're hit really what? here. Let's get <laughs> down to brass <laughs> tags. What we okay? actually came here to talk about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are you thinking? Halloween ends or uh violent night? Uh well, whichever. I mean, I haven't I, I did not see Halloween ends. Oh, you didn't? No. Yeah, so Tom, what did you think of Halloween ends? So bummed on it. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I've heard from everyone. I mean, it was absolutely the I mean, it was absolutely the worst in the series. But did you what did did you expect it to be good? Or was it, I mean, because the other ones aren't really good. I know, but for some reason, like 2018, like 2018 Halloween has its moments where, like the guy, I think the name, the actor is James Jude Courtney. He like walks perfectly. He has the vibe. It's like the movie's more about a vibe than even the movie. It's like, you just want the vibe of Halloween 1978, but you want it like today. Yeah. So that vibe, I feel like that vibe is very hard to achieve. And, and like people, it's like how back when we were younger, no one used CGI or it was very lightly used. Right. It's like there's little things like that where it's like you want you want vibes of things to be correctly. It's like it's almost like I'm not even looking for the story in those kinds of movies. It's almost like I'm looking for a vibe. Like I want to be like scared by his walk. I want to be scared by like where he's not where you think he is. And I feel like in 2018, they do a really good job of placing him in the same places that, that like John Carpenter would have placed him. just little things like that. And then I feel like in kills, it's almost like a fun movie. Cause you're just, it's literally Halloween kills. You're like looking at these kills and mm-hmm. the mob mentality part of it was really bad. Like in that one, mm-hmm. I just feel like, and in the time that they made that too, with like, BLM and all this yeah. shit going on in the world that is fucked. I feel like it just didn't, it didn't like translate well. So, and then you're thinking like, okay, cool. Like they kind of had the vibe in 2018 down. 
like they'll bring it for the last one because it's Jamie Lee Curtis. She's saying, oh, this is my last movie in the Halloween franchise. And I'm like, okay, cool. They're going to give her like an insanely epic ending. And you're thinking like, oh, like at this point, you know, Michael Myers is like, he's a, he's not human. He's kind of like more than it. He's more than a human. He's like this thing. He's this shape. And you're like, okay, it's going to be like supernatural. But then the dude's fucking in a cave, like the whole movie. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Like that pissed me off. And then you have like a, a killer that's supposed to be like an imitation of them. And there, there are times where like John Carpenter's Christine's like a big influence in that movie. And you see it like in the junkyard scenes. And I'm like, okay, that part's like kind of cool. But then the ending is just like trash. Yeah. I don't know why. At the same time, you're going to let down anybody. Like I'm sure even if they did it correctly, people would have hated it. Yeah, probably because it's the last one, but it was just weird that they decided because 2018, that was the best depiction of Michael Myers since Halloween, Halloween 2, not the Rob Zombie Halloween version. Halloween 2 is so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was saying I think that they just tried to go in a different direction just because the Halloween franchise can get a bit repetitive. Like there's not that much like Nightmare on Elm Street. You can really you know, go pretty crazy with it, which right. you, you can't do that with Halloween. So they tried to kind of reinvent it for the last one ever, which doesn't make with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, let's just, let's yeah, try just something new out. here. Yeah. I literally, I wouldn't even talk about it. Like kids would DM me or my friends would try to talk to me about it. And I'd be like, I can't talk about this movie. Like I need some time. It like just died. I'm yeah. over it. <laughs> and the, and there are some ridiculous soundtrack choices in it too. The whole thing was just it was pretty sloppy. You should check it out. What though, kind Tom. of what yeah, I definitely want to see it. I didn't if I'd known we were gonna be talking about it, you oh you better believe I would have watched it. Yeah. But you know, I've been waiting. I want to watch it with I don't want to watch it by myself. It's too scary. I've been yeah. waiting for John or Mark to be around so they can hold my hand. Yeah, I'm not like the diehard Halloween fan like Tony is. Right, so right, I, right. I like watching it, though, with Tony because he can point out all the fanfare that's going on the entire time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's like your little uh, VH1 pop-up video guy. Um, Did you Actually, know? that part is a, a homage to the first one because that scene... Do you, do you pick up on all that? All that stuff? I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's so many in that. There's so many in all of them. But I feel like... Not in all movies, but in those movies, I in those movies I pick up on them because I'm like, I think Halloween '78 is like one of the first scary movies I saw, and I was like traumatized by Michael Myers. Yeah. So I feel like as I got older, I just watched it more. Like, dude, this is awesome. And then like learning, like, dude, it's filmed in Pasadena. John Carpenter went to school at like USC. Just like learning all these things, like, oh wait, he lives in LA. Like, it just made me more like. Yeah, I don't know. I just love the movie more and more as I got older. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know. Like little things like how like, they're watching the thing in the in the new one. Yeah, they watch the thing in both of them. It's like so yeah. crazy. Like that's such a cool little detail. Or the the masks from Season of the Witch number three. Yeah. That was in uh, Halloween Kills, right? Yeah, and in ends for a second. So that's kind of weird, though. So they're watching the thing, right? So that means John Carpenter exists in that universe. Well, yeah, he does. So then is John Carpenter also making Halloween movies in this universe? It's just weird. You know, you get into that. Mm. Mm -hmm. That is pretty trippy. 
Like, I mean, yeah. if in if in Back to the Future, well, I mean, I guess in Back to the Future they do have fucking they have the Jaws 3D, right? That's yeah, they do. Did does Zemeckis have anything to do with that though? Oh, well, this isn't the Back to the Future podcast, although it really yeah, should be. It really should be. Tom would have a lot to say about the Back to the Future oh, podcast. Oh, man, if this was Back to the Future ends, oh, baby, mm-hmm. I would have a lot to add. I love Back to the Future. There it is. See, Tom Tom Club coming yep. in hot. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so is that, I mean, besides Back to the Future, what's your favorite Christopher Lloyd movie? Uh, I mean, besides Back to the Dennis Future. Dennis the Menace. Probably. He plays a bad guy. Uh, Dennis the Menace <laughs> is good. I was going to say Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Also, um, really good. another wow. Ze- another Zemeckis uh, joint. Yeah, God, I love those I love, Zemeckis, I love joints. Zemeckis joint. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so good. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised I didn't catch on with anyone besides Spike Lee. <laughs> yeah, right. He was like, the other. He's like, I'm gonna steal that. Yeah, Zemeckis. No, yeah, it's good to know that you thought that Halloween Ends was also a huge, stinky, hot, steaming pile of dog shit. Yeah, you know, I'm honestly, I'm more interested to see it now. You should be now that I hear I that like, it's actually like pissing people off. I feel like uh, I read that there was like a petition somewhere online to remake it. Like, of course, of course, there is peop- the, the people, and I'm like, damn, is this like the first petition I'm about to sign? <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's like the fucking they. That's what happens when they. They gave everyone what they wanted. They were like, oh, we'll give you the Zack Schneider cut. And now they're just going to have to release and do everything that all the fans want forever. At the end of... Uh, funny, America- I like that. I like that cut better too, randomly. What, Even though it's really long. The Schneider cut? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was... Oh, no, it was... It would made the story way better. I just watched it in like the four segments that it was cut into. I feel like yeah. if they'd just done it like a miniseries like that or something, it would have been fucking awesome. But. This is crazy. I feel like I swear any Marvel movie is there's such good airplane movies for some reason, mm-hmm. maybe because they're long, but I feel like they're just it's really fun to like when you're stuck on an airplane to watch a Marvel movie. Like if there's a Marvel movie I haven't seen and I'm on an airplane, I'm like, well, I'm watching this one. Yeah, they're fun. They're, they're, the Marvel movies are fun little ones. DC hasn't really found the, a way to make good fun movies in a, a while unfortunately i, I don't but. think i've seen any marvel movies what was the schneider cut well schneider cuts the dc schneider cuts uh justice, uh, league. Ju- justice league yeah and rob schneider's the main character yeah and they they, <laughs> they there's a big the big petition for them to add rob schneider cgi his face in over everyone else <laughs> uh, see that would be the first petition i signed see that that is <laughs> sick where's he been rob schneider is Everyone else. Uh, he he just, uh, our friend uh, Yellegs Scribbler uh, just saw Adam Sandler perform near Fenway and Rob Schneider opened for him. So apparently <laughs> he's touring with uh, with Sandler. And Sam said that he was better than Sandler. The Sandman. Yeah, better than the Sandman himself. Yeah, it's crazy. Like all those movies that we probably grew up on, they would never get made today. It's like just the times have changed too much, you know? Oh, yeah, you don't think they would make I Pronounce You Chuck and Larry nowadays? <laughs> I mean, it'd be different. That's it would be not different. Even like the bang- That's not even like the banger I'm talking about, I guess. It's like, like old, <laughs> I've never seen old that movie. Happy- yeah, yeah, I don't, it's like I don't think... Movies. Yeah, I don't think people consider shallow that Al. one a banger. Yeah, like Shallow yeah. Hal. They would never make Shallow oh my gosh. Hal. It's so shallow Hal is fucking yeah. good. 
Yeah, Jason Alexander is that little tail. They would never show that these days. They would days. never show that little tail. <laughs> they would never Jason show Alexander that little with tail. hair. Yeah. Yeah. They would <laughs> yeah. never show that. Should I do you guys with some markers too or just black and white? Artist choice, you know. This is Yeah, you're the artist yeah. here. We're yeah. merely the subjects. We're just journalists here. You're mm-hmm. you're the true artist that we're speaking to. Mm-hmm. We're trying to delve into your psyche. Yeah. That was Fairly Brothers movie though, right? Shall hell? Yeah. Right? I think so. Yeah. Are you guys sponsored by that beer company that you shouted out? Yeah, oh, clown, clown shoes. Clown shoes. Clown shoes. Yeah, clown shoes. Got it right here. We're on a. Where we actually we have a, a. There's a clown shoes fancy lad beer. Yeah, and it's actually getting a world uh, U.S. distribution. Not world. I don't know if so it's worldwide, be, but inter. You'll uh, be in Whole Foods. National. If they sell it at Whole Foods, yeah, it's going to be in the mix pack of clown shoes. You'll see the fancy lad brand brand beer in there, and you'll see Big Zo and me right on the can. I actually saw some clown shoes when I was in uh, Pasadena, so you're going to have to really? keep an eye out for that. So it's yeah. around. Yeah, go look for a store locator or something like that. Well, are you kidding, or do they really come in clown shoes? They've No, they oh, don't. No, no, no. They no, don't, no, they don't no, come no, in no, clown no. shoes. No, no, one's, no, no, no. no one's coming okay. in clown <laughs> shoes, if that's what you're insinuating. No <laughs> one is coming in them. Well, it um, depends on how much money's involved. But. Yeah, it's true. Uh, no, the brand's just called Clown Shoes. Okay, which, okay. Which is cool. a movie reference, actually. Clown Shoes. To Jalen Silent Bob Strike Back. Weird. I think Damn. I remember you telling me that at some point, and yeah. I feel like my reaction then was also weird. That's a weird. That's a weird movie. When Ben Affleck's reading the uh, the comments on the internet, and he goes, mm. "Fucking clown shoes." You guys have yeah. carpet in this house? In the studio? Yeah, yeah. we got one. Oh, we got one. We got one carpet here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm trying to draw the ground. It's it's actually hot lava. Yeah. Oh shit. This will work still. That's kind of fucked. But yeah, how did you enjoy Violent Night? Sickiest Christmas movie? Dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, like nine out of ten. It's epic. I I fucking loved it. I thought it was such a blast. Yeah, it was so fun. My my friend Eddie, that I I don't skate with that much anymore because he's become a dad. So we just do like fun stuff together. That's not skating. But we went to the movies at like 10 p.m. And it was like three days before Christmas and we just saw Violent Night together and we were the only people in the theater. It was epic. <laughs> yeah, I love it as a, yeah, part of the Christmas genre. I'm a big fan of cri- Christmas genre movies. Mm-hmm. I have a theory. They're gonna, you know that style of movie? It's like, well, I don't even know. It almost digs into like the 90s stuff that we're kind of talking about. But I right. feel like the way that that movie's made, that same company, they're probably going to make like a Tooth Fairy one, a mm-hmm. bun- an Easter Rabbit one. Like I could picture that being like a thing now. Like from now on, there'll be those movies. Dude, I'd be down. Same, just same thing. Like Easter Bunny's here, and he's like, "Oh shit, there's a home invasion." I mean, gotta take care yeah, of it. Yeah, it's, like, it's like The Rock or something. Now he's like the Easter Bunny. Well, Rock played the the Tooth Fairy in uh, that Disney movie. I was oh, gonna yeah, say, he, I, I don't yeah, think yeah, there's enough movies featuring the easter bunny actually uh well the isn't the easter bunny is famously in bill and ted's bogus journey mm-hmm. it's in donnie darko mm-hmm. and uh in harvey True. starring uh jimmy stewart oh damn you called out some easter some bunnies pretty quickly <laughs> and that's not even the good that's not even the good bunnies we didn't, we didn't even mention lola rabbit lola bunny or was it lola bunny that's true jessica rabbit was not a yeah, yeah. not a not a bunny but but now we're getting some good hot. bunnies you know what i'm saying <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's like a babe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he gets it. Okay, he fucking gets it. <laughs> this guy gets it. Oh, uh, man. 
Uh, yeah, so Violent Night, I liked it. I liked... Uh, yeah, I was thinking it was probably the most violent Christmas movie I've seen. Yeah, you know, uh, up until then, probably Grand Home Base. Alone like was probably the most violent. That's what I was thinking. Although, yeah, I didn't see Krampus. I, didn't I see wanted Krampus to see either. Krampus. Although the Krampus motherfucker actually looked like you in Violent Night. Oh, really? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you could... mean the guy that was like the, the, the short elf guy? Yeah, you could have played that role. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why'd they get this motherfucker? They could have got me. I'm sure I'm not as good looking as him, but damn. I was thinking that Home Alone was the most, especially Home Alone 2, was probably the yeah. most violent Christmas movie until this with the bricks in the face well, and the nails I, in the face. Yeah, and, the, and I love how, I, I mean, I feel like this is something everyone's probably talked about, how in the, the in Home Alone and Home Alone 2, those booby traps are, like, a lot of them are pretty fucking lethal. <laughs> yeah. And I love how they, <laughs> dude, those were so, they were so fucking good in this. Yeah. That little girl killed a dude, and they never even addressed that. Right. Pretty fucking sick. You ever see Dial yeah, Code Santa Claus, Tom? No, I haven't. No, is that one I should check out? Uh, it's like what people think Home Alone ripped off. It's this yeah, French... it's a French film from like three years before Home Alone. Yeah, Damn. yeah, but check it out. I hope it's pretty. Really... It's really good, actually. Like, do I wait a year to watch a Christmas movie, or do I just do it for the New Year? Yeah, I think it's um the 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 kid fucking up the. Santa though, right? He's it's not like burglars. Yeah. He's just fucking uh beating on Santa Claus. I can't remember. Is it just a deranged uh Oh, it's a bad Santa. Yeah, I don't think it's the real Santa. It's not like a real Santa, movie. it's a bad Santa. Yeah, it's a bad Santa. Kind of like the movie Bad Santa. Mm-hmm. But um I guess Dude, we'll I think to... the sickest Chris- Christmas vacation is the sickest Christmas movie. That's definitely probably the most rewatched one on my list. I was thinking about watching Fletch. But have you seen Christmas Vacation 2? I don't think so, no. Oh, it's where Randy Quaid goes on a vacation. I actually haven't seen it either, but here it's... It's just it's it's just Randy Randy Quaid stars in it? Yeah, just him. Yeah. Uh, I hear it's... Uh, Dude, the best scene, like... Terrible. One of the best scenes in the movie ever is when Sparky gets the Christmas bonus check and he has a meltdown. Yeah. That shit has me cr- like I'll literally cry when I, every time I watch that scene I'm crying I think or like around Christmas like I just forget how epic it is. Yeah. Do you, you think you like the Marvel movies more because the high altitude makes people cry? I don't know if you're crying during the Marvel movies. I've never watched one myself. I probably cried during. I've probably cried during a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. I well, I did watch something where I got really emotional. Yeah. I forgot it wasn't a Marvel movie. It might have been like I don't remember, but I was just like, yeah. I've actually heard that. I think it's true. I think it, I think it is true. Oh, de- yeah. The altitude definitely fucks with your... Because when I was watching Avatar and the, somebody looked next to me and mm-hmm. they saw like one tear like fall from my eye and they were like, pussy. Mm-hmm. I was like, this wouldn't be happening if we were on the flat ground, okay? <laughs> it's really... It's just got to be the altitude. You never cry when you're down here on the flat, flat earth. Yeah. But remind me more about Violent Night because, you know, my memory uh, gets a little foggy until I've seen a movie twice. All right. Well, let's see. It starts off with with Sandy Claus at the bar mm-hmm. and then uh, he pukes on that lady. That was pretty sick. That's a good way to find out Santa's real, I think. Yeah. Get fucking puked on. Yeah. I she think was pretty that's, that was really rad. <laughs> that was that was honestly when that happened. I was like, I think I'm going to like this movie. Mm. I think I'm going to like this. I think so. And I was right. But yeah, it was fucking good. It was, I feel like the the dude that, the guy that played the dad was like a perfect, like fake ass, like Billy Crudup looking dude. 
He just looked like a like a lifetime movie guy. Yeah, but he was. That's the mo- wait. That's something that in the moment I was like, yeah, that's the mom from Vacation. It is right. Like I didn't look it up or anything. Yeah, Beverly D'Angelo. I think her name is. No, I don't yeah, know. I was for some. I was for some reason tripping on that. Like I was like, dude, that is epic. And John yeah, Leguizamo is so sick. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love Leguizamo. For I'm some reason, that. I have such a soft spot that he played the clown in that Spawn movie. I know. Oh, dude, what like, about I just you? Love- do you, you love, love him, him as like Luigi Mario? The big fat clown. I love yes, I love him as Luigi as well. Dude, hell yeah. And also is that is he, Super G- Mario's G- movie is epic. It's so incorrect. Oh yeah, it. dude. I, I know it's like hasn't it's like it's like they had didn't even do any research on what Mario was before they made it. Kind of love it's, that though, randomly. Yeah, it was fucking great. I I really enjoyed that when yeah. I was when I was a youngster. You know, I'm a big pest fan, you know. I know you are, and I, I hate that about you. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's so obnoxious. I think that was the first time I ever heard of John Leguizamo, too. Really? Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, what about what about uh, Tu Wong Fu? Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. You seen that? Know. He was in Son of Sam, right? Um, I'm not sure. I think so. That was a Spike Lee joint. Oh, it was yeah. Dude, that's fucking sick. But you know. Glad we all like Violent Night. This is just, you know, trying to get as many people. We're just trying to spread as much Violent Night awareness as yeah. possible. Tom, what do you think your, your favorite uh, kill in Violent Night was? For some reason, that I think, doesn't he put a grenade in someone's, like, crotch? Or no, he throws yeah. a grenade and then he's like, yeah, and then he's like, I got to see this. And then he blows yeah. up. I feel like that, that blow up's pretty rad. Yeah, he, like, shoved it down the guy's underwear. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was that pretty fucking sick. pretty dope. Yeah, that was kind of like Rambo vibes, maybe. That's probably why I liked it. That was like yeah. Santa meets Rambo. Yeah, the candy cane kills were kind of John Wick vibes. Dude, the candy cane w- kills were You know what's weird, sick. too, that I that I tripped out on is like the amount that movie's marketing was so... I didn't see any marketing for that movie. Yeah, I think I just heard it because of you, Tom. Yeah, I don't even know where I saw anything for it but i just like found it and i just like kept telling everyone i was like dude you gotta see you gotta watch this it looks good interesting fact yeah. though tom and i came up with a character on the podcast mm-hmm. called pancake man yep and he's a little pancake man that yep. sleeps in between your mattress yeah he's squished flat like a pancake and he knows when you're jerking off kind of right, like santa claus pretty much just like santa claus kinda like santa claus but all he's concerned about is when you when and when you are not jerking off. yeah and they decided to make a major motion picture mm-hmm. out of our character, Pancake Man, that they're calling Pancake Man. Yep. And they're casting it right now for a horror slasher film, Pancake Man. The hell? Really? Yeah. yeah. So is that weird? I don't know who we have to sue to get the lead roles in that movie. Mm-hmm. There's one lead role. I say we sue them and say, hey, listen, you take this lead role, you split it into three. Yeah. It's for me, mm-hmm. Tom. And Big Zo. Oh, so you want Tom to be in there too? Oh yeah, so we can get Tom in there. He's he's got the acting chops. He said he hates acting. No, he said he doesn't think he's good at it. Oh, do you do you hate acting? I don't think I'm good at it. There we go. I don't think I'm good at it. Okay, perfect. So he doesn't hate it. I'm down to try. That is good news. That is good news. You guys are done on here. Oh, thank God. That is good news because we were going to ask Tom to be casted in our uh, our new film. Oh wow! Wow. That is way different than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's really good. Dude, that's awesome. 
it and, looks like you know, 56k on my phone. We look so flattering too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you I have like print, Princess one. Leia buns. <laughs> You're not gonna like this one. <laughs> oh, that is beautiful. Oh my god, Wait, I look like such a beautiful man in it. Yeah, let's see oh, those stickers. Magnet. Oh, no, yeah, they're magnets. magnets. This one's sick. Look, cow tipping. Oh, dude, that one Make is sick. The cow man. spins. Make a pancake man magnet. Is that for, is that is that real or are you guys kidding? No, that's real. You can look it up. It's in pre-production right now. Yeah, they're casting. They're casting. Currently casting. You shouldn't tell anyone about ideas. You should just do them. I know. I know. We keep giving up our fucking great ideas for free on the podcast, and someone keeps stealing them and making them into fucking motion pictures. Now, to be fair, we Mm -hmm. don't know if the character is exactly like the one that we came up with, but we're assuming it is. If you name a character Pancake Man, you got to assume he lives between the mattresses and pays attention to when you are and when you are not (laughs) masturbating. I mean, and I also took a smushed. You, have you seen the movie Mask by Jim Carrey? Yeah, by Jim Classic. Carrey. Yeah, <laughs> by Jim Carrey. <laughs> Written, directed, produced, uh, starring. It's his Citizen Kane, you know, the mask. But I, I bought one of those uh, green masks for Halloween, and I smushed it and took a photo of it and turned it red and put some hands reaching out on it, and I made it into a hoodie. And I called it the Pancake Man hoodie. So if it looks anything like that guy, mm-hmm. they're fucked. Like a smushed Jim Carrey mask from the mask, I'm going to be pissed. Well, we know the Pancake Man is wearing a mask from the picture that we saw. Yep. Although, maybe that's not Pancake Man because they're casting. I don't know. That could just be a dummy photo yeah, that dummy. they just made. This is what the guy's going to look like. I picture him looking like uh, we just watched Better Off Dead the other night and there's the hamburger that's Van Halen. The John... John Cusack movie. Yeah, I've only seen that once. He asked for two dollars, right? Two dollars. Yeah, the bike, the bike, the kid on the bike that throws in newspapers. Yeah. All I want was my two dollars. But yeah, there's a hamburger scene where it's like an animation of a hamburger playing Van Halen. That's mm-hmm. what I picture Pancake Man looking like. I'm gonna have to watch that one again. That one's about suicide, right? I mean, there's scenes about suicide that like wouldn't be chill today, but they're hilarious. Yeah, mm. but he never yeah. kills himself. He never kills himself. That, you know, Spoiler alert! Heather's. I wonder if they'd remake that. Heather's is a TV show now. Is it? Yeah. Weird. Because I yeah, uh, which I have not seen. Because well, I guess they kind of remade it as Mean Girls. People say what? They say it's Who very says? in a similar vein. I don't know. Well, I, I guess I, mean, I love Mean Girls. Yeah, Mean Girls fucking is really good. Fantastic. Yeah, but I don't really see the similarities. I mean, besides the fact that they're, you know, kind of infiltrating the popular clique at, you know, wherever. But you seen that movie Pump Up the Volume starring Christian Slater? I don't think so, no. Where he's a disc jockey? No, I, I should check that out. You should check that out. That's actually a really good one. It's me, Christian Slater. I'm a disc jockey this time. See, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's me, Christian Slater. That's pretty good. I'm a disc jockey this time. That's pretty good. Tom, what do you got? I I can't do his voice. Well, neither can we. (laughs) It helps if you say that it's me, Christian Slater, Mm -hmm. while you try to do the voice. Trust us. And you either do a Grinch smile or pull your hair back. Exactly. Christian Slater. Dude, that's really good. See, not bad. 
Christian Slater. No, I can't do yeah. it. No, you did it. You did it great. Oh, man. And you know what? Just for the hell of it, I'm going to say that was a segment of Seven Degrees of Christian Slater. Yeah, damn right it was a segment of Seven Degrees of Christian Slater. Just to hear that sweet, sweet theme. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Tom, I guess, you know, I, I'm just wondering, I, I, you must have, being a big skate nerd, you must have a million questions for us, you know? I, I mean, I just trip out on, like, I know it's not always you guys, but, like, how do you guys, or who films the tricks that you guys do that seem like they take hours that are, like, impossible? Well, I would say that I'm the main filmer. Like, do you just sit there? But isn't a, a lot of stuff kind of seems like it's on a tripod sometimes. Okay, so if it's if it's you're talking about stuff on Instagram that like is posts of like Matt doing stuff or a lot of that stuff is filmed with just like a, a Gatorade bottle. Yeah, because some of the stuff seems so just like you would sit there for hours and hours until one of them worked. It's almost like Sometimes you're, the, the skating is like those trick shots on like YouTube where it's like someone bounces a ping pong ball like off like 20 cups and yeah. then it goes into something. I feel like, yeah, the way that you're, a lot of your friends skate seems like that. It's just like, how is that even possible? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it is a, a it's a, a heads or tails scenario. Yeah, roll it's a of the really die. fling and pray. But, you know, some might say we're in search of the miraculous because we are the strongest of the strange. In your face, Pontusalv. Put that in your I pipe and think, smoke it. I thought you guys were a long time ago. You guys had like a Jankum thing come out on the house that you all lived in. Yeah, and, and I thought you guys for fun. I was like, dude, these guys are like the Lost Boys. Like yeah, yeah, the vampires. I thought you guys were like vampires. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, that year yeah, I dressed up as uh, you know Kiefer Sutherland from Lost Boys mm-hmm. with the white mullet and everything. And then Eric Ellington stole my look. And then he dressed (laughs) up as Kiefer Sutherland from the Lost Boys and Mm. bought a saxophone and started playing that song with shirtless in front of a crowd of thousands. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you guys were vampires. I I was so hyped on that. (laughs) And then, dude, I've seen that. I've seen that saxophone player play before. Tim Capella. Mm. Uh, I still believe. Yeah, I've seen him play a lot. What, what, which, uh, we, we never, we didn't, we didn't get to ask Tom, which, what do you prefer? Gleaming the cube or thrashing? Gleaming the cube. Dude, hell yeah. Dude, everybody percent- always says that, but it's not actually about hell skateboarding. Yeah. That's why I prefer thrashing, dude. Dog. Yeah, I feel like dude. Gleaming the Cube's so epic. Just like, and they filmed it to the worst area of Orange County's Irvine. It's like where UCI is and the school that they filmed. Gleaming the Cubes, Woodbridge High, which is in Irvine. And it looks the same still. And for some reason, that just trips me out. I think I like, and I know Thrashen's filmed around here too, but I feel like for some reason, filming a movie in Irvine and it shows Southern California in such like a funny way. And Tony Hawk's in it and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just epic. But Anthony Needix is in a That's Thrashen. true. <laughs> Anthony Needix himself. Yeah. In the Red Hot Chili Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I forget that too. Well, you know, Gleam in the Cube initially was about a, a chess master and not a skateboarder. Oh, Isn't really? Wow. 
Isn't that strange? And then, and then they were like, hey, this movie's going to fucking suck. So they changed it. Maybe it was too close. Maybe it was too close around the Bobby Fischer movie. Oh, maybe. That's probably it. Yeah. That happened with uh, The Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. Mm. And uh, Big Trouble in Little China. They came out at the same time, the same week. But everybody, Eddie Murphy's a bigger actor than Kurt Russell at that time. So everybody saw Golden Child instead of Big Trouble. They literally came mm. out on like the same Friday, I think. That's a damn shame. Because yeah. Carpenter, real director. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Have you seen Golden Child? It is pretty sick. I actually haven't seen that. And one of the first scenes is in this schoolyard in LA where Christian Malouf fakey flips a table. It was like the same school. It's so sick. Mm. I'm going to have to watch that one. Is Carpenter your favorite director? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, or Christopher but... Nolan. It's like both of them. Hmm. I think. Michael Mann. That one's cool. Hey, like Michael it's like Mann. those three. Yeah, it's like those three. Michael Mann made, uh, what do you make? Thief and Manhunter? And Heat. And Heat, that's mm, right. Heat. And Collateral. Man, when Heat oh, wow. came out and I was like Val Kilmer and fucking Al Pacino. Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> and Robert De Niro. Bobby D. Bobby D. Epic. Oh, oh my God. I always said, how are, how is Robbie, Robbie D mm-hmm. and Allie P, how are they not in the same movie together until then? But they were technically both in Godfather at some point. Yeah, they're in it, but not, not at the same time. Not the same time. Yeah. yeah. No. But still, but still. That's like having Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the same movie. Oh, the Expendables. Never saw it. Me neither. But it looked fucking crazy. It's sick. Yeah, it kind of looked pretty yeah. sick. I think they made a they few. Of them. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big doll fan. Everyone epic in there except Steven Seagal. Yeah, didn't they get him in in like the in like the third one or something? I did they? I hope they did. He's. Such I think a they. I th- yeah, because they did a few of them. I think they. I think they just kept getting more and more people. They got to get Bob Odenkirk in there now. They got to get more yeah, and more was- people. I was tripping watching interviews with Steven Seagal and like how kooky he is, but for some reason it makes me like like him even more. Why is he kooky though? Is he um He's just really extra- like cocky. He's like really cocky and in a lot of the move in a lot of the interviews that I watched, the people would dissect that like he's like lying about everything. Like he says he's like such a gnarly, high rated uh jujitsu black belt, and then they would like yeah. dissect his fighting. And they'd be like, this guy's like lying. Yeah. And just like, I think he would say things about. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He would say things about other actors too, like talk shit kind of, but in like a weird way, like almost like he was like a jaded skater. Like Mm. I'd be like, damn dude. I remember. Yeah. He's like the only person in Hollywood that does real fighting is Jet Li. And I'm like, damn, just discredited like a shitload of people. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd love to hear about, who your most favorite jaded skaters are, but you know, we're running out of time here on the podcast. So we're going to have to <laughs> save that for next time, you know? All right. All right. But, uh, yeah, Tom, thanks so much for being on the podcast. You know, it was, uh, it was yeah, a pleasure thank you talking guys to for you. Inviting me. Yeah. It was very chill and very fun. And thanks for asking me fun questions. Hopefully, uh, 
I'll see you again one day. Maybe I'll we'll come back to LA now that my friend Orange Man's also moving out there. Sick. Yeah, let's all skate. I wanna I wanna watch your guys' process in like real life. It sounds like really cool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Likewise. All right, guys. Thanks. Have a good night. Oh, God, that was great. Oh, that was fantastic. Always nice having another Tom on the podcast. That's true. I've said that before and I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. You know, I just can't wait to see what our next Tom's going to be. Probably not Tom Cruise. Probably not Tom Cruise. That's true. Maybe Tom Hanks. Hey, who knows? Hey, maybe uh, fucking Tom uh, Hanks. Oh, could be Tom Hanks. Yeah, it could be Tom <laughs> Hanks. True. That is true. Uh, you know, but you know, talking to Tom, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a real treat. But you know, I, I, it makes me realize why he's such good friends with Spanky. Because mm-hmm. neither of those guys laugh at anything that we say. <laughs> that's a, that. That's probably why he came on. Spanky's like, you should go talk to these guys. They're not funny. <laughs> They're not funny. They won't make you laugh once. <laughs> They're fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> They'll actually make you look really smart <laughs> and really good. Well, it worked. Yeah, it worked. Congratulations. Congratulations, Spanky. Yeah. You got us. Yeah, you got us another guest on the best skateboard podcast in the world. The best season of the best skateboard podcast in the world. So well, I can't do. I guess we can just, you know. Just keep reaching for the stars. Oh, we got to keep reaching for those stars. Yeah, why the fuck can't we get Tom Cruise? Who the fuck is he? Who is he, actually? Oh, what? Just because he has fucking billions of dollars? He's probably got billions, right? Millions, at the very least. Just because he's got millions of dollars, he thinks he's better than us? No, that doesn't mean shit. Mm-mm. You Mm-mm. know? Mm-mm. Even the President of the United States sometimes has to stand naked. When? Probably in the shower. You're supposed to do that naked? I do it naked sometimes. Weird. Yeah. I usually put on more clothes before I get in the shower, but that's that's neither here nor there. No, that's smart. You don't do any laundry that way. Laundry? Yeah, Tom Laundry. Oh, okay. That's what I was saying. Right, right, right. Tom right, Landry. Right. That's who I was saying we should get on the podcast. You know? Okay, well, maybe next week. All right. Okay. Well, I'll reach out to him. All right, well. Is there uh, anything you do want to say before we leave? Well, after a podcast like that, after one like that, keep on rocking in a free world. Oh, I fucking knew it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>